Hey, welcome back. <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> because I, I pointed at you and I was like, you're leading. And then you just oh. left a 30 fucking second silence in it. <laughs> oh, because my I wasn't looking at that screen. I had something else open. Meet Kathy, who's lit most everywhere, from Zanzibar to Barclay Square. But Kathy's only seen the sights a girl can see from Brooklyn Heights. What a crazy pair! But they're cousins, identical cousins all the way. One pair of matching bookends, different as night and day. Where Kathy adores a minuet, the ballet russe, and crepe Suzette. Our Patty loves to rock and roll, a hot dog makes her lose control. What a wild duet, still their cousins, identical cousins, and you find. They laugh alike, they walk alike, at times they even talk alike, you can lose your mind. UPC. This show is a member of the Underground Podcast Community. Hey, welcome back. This is the Underground Table. The Table Underground. Your hosts, Jiggles and Blade. Blade, what's up? Not much, man. We're just here bright and early on a Friday morning. It's Friday? Uh, yeah, post-holiday, post post hanging out with the family um on your end i guess yeah um you know we're just here we're hanging out we're celebrating each other and we're celebrating a couple albums that came out between our break um most people won't notice that we had a break because well we release once a month um so congratulations we're off break we'll see Yay. you again next month too um <laughs> sorry it's at the end of the month this might not even come out till december who knows we might actually skip well, November knows? full sale. Or did we we dropped in November, right? Like early. No, that early? was October. It was, was it? it was right before Halloween. Yeah, oh. Like, yeah. Happy Halloween, kids. Hey, happy Halloween. Happy yeah. Thanksgiving. The happy Thanksgiving. How was Halloween for you guys? Was it nice? Um, it was alright. It felt like it came up at us really fast. Like it just it hit and we weren't really fully prepared and it was on a weekday and it was just kind of I don't know. I mean, Halloween is Halloween. It's always fun. It's always a cool vibe, but it was a little bit lackluster in the actual execution of it. Yeah, I wasn't particularly enthralled with the season this year. I mean, as I had said in our episode, I had my partner over for a few days in the beginning of the month, and that was mostly my celebration and seasonal love of the season this year was getting to spend it with them and do spooky stuff and watch movies and all that. And it kind of fell by the wayside as the month went on, but I tried to keep it on topic. I tried to listen to a few things, you know, that were very seasonal for the year. And on my birth, my birthday passed since our last mm-hmm. episode. Happy birthday, I spent that. Thank you. Thank you. I'm now officially old. Um, no. no. I turned a reasonable mid-30s. Um, that's reasonable. No, that's not. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> You're a baby. Yeah, I wish people knew how old I actually am that listen to this. I just I love to say mid thirties. I'm not even thirty. Um, but yeah, no, I've turned my 
I turned an age and I listened to my three favorite albums on my birthday. And then I went, wow, I got to get back to the spooky stuff now. And I went back to the spooky stuff because that's what you do in the season. And now that it's officially past Thanksgiving, it's time for the one single Christmas album that actually matters. The super famous fun time guys holiday album. Bing Crosby's white Christmas. No, couldn't tell you what that sounds like, by the way. Oh man. Uh, Side note, Bing Crosby, local boy, Tacoma, Washington. Oh, okay. Is he dead? Um, I'm pretty sure he's dead, yeah. Okay, yeah, I don't know. That sounds like a name that my grandmother would know. Right, yeah, exactly. Your grandmother knows who Bing Crosby is. I'm sure she knew him, too, in real life. Yeah, it's possible. But now... My um, my grandma probably knew him. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. I turned in age, and then now I'm here with you celebrating the couple albums that came out in between, you know? Hey, I turned uh, an age too. You did turn an age. I turned an age. It was also your birthday. It was after your birthday, before Thanksgiving. Hey, thanks. Yeah, I turned an age um, more than uh, plus more than 10 more than you. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) I'm uh. (laughs) <laughs> excuse me what'd you do for your birthday what did i do for my birthday oh we went to a mexican restaurant down the street oh that sounds really nice yeah i had uh chili verde and it was very good and uh it, w- it was nice it was the first time uh well probably one of the only times this year that me and stevie and both kids actually went to a restaurant together and ate which was nice and stevie's mom was there oh hell yeah yeah are you uh you are born and raised washington right i am yeah you're not you're not moving out not moving on you didn't go there for i'm trying to find and talk to some transplants about what that kind of life is like um i transplanted to iowa for about six months i'm talking long term yeah no. I need to talk to somebody who was a transplant long term. Yeah, no, I can't tell you anything about that. I've lived in Pierce County my whole life. Okay. Yeah. Well, side note, if you're a listener and you transplanted your entire life, uh, you know, about 600 miles away, let me know what it was like and how you had to make new friends and how that went. Um, talk to Veronica. I mean, she's right here. Veronica's that fuck. Veronica does have the answer for everything. She has the answer for everything. Son of a bitch. Shout out Veronica. That makes so much sense. Shout out Veronica. Why don't yeah. why isn't Veronica on the show? Why isn't mm. Veronica the third host? She's probably the most appeared uh guest. Even besides mustard? Yeah. I think oh. so. Yeah. I'll have All to right. do a count. Not now, but sometime. This is my public mm. plea for Veronica to record with us. Yeah. Yeah, maybe she'll do our year end uh, roundup. Yeah, with us. let's bring in Veronica. Let's go. Yeah. Anything uh, noteworthy besides that? I mean, I watched uh, a few movies that I liked, but nothing, I, nothing enough to bring to the show. Uh, I watched the Marvels. I loved it. Um, probably nobody you, else cares. But yeah, you and like one other guy were like, "Yeah, this is a good movie." Um. Uh, well, I mean, it was a great movie. Number one and uh, number two. Uh, the people I was with also thought it was a great movie and the probably dozen other people in the theater also thought it was a good movie. I have a hard time believing that. 
At least 10 of them did, I'm sure. The theater was like surprisingly empty. This is this was my first time back to a movie theater since pre-Pandy. So oh, you wasted your first movie back on the Marvels? Fuck you. <laughs> Dude, I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a Captain Marvel simp, okay? I'm just going to say it. Um but yeah, there was like we went to a Sunday matinee, which we used to always go to because it's like way cheaper. And we used to hit the movie theater at least once a month, pre-pandy. But this is our first time back, and it was surprisingly dead in there. Yeah. Yeah. Theaters, I mean, besides for like the big ones, they're pretty much theaters on its way out, which is the saddest thing in the world to say. It's very fucking sad. But I had a big ass bucket of popcorn and that was good. Are you a guy who does do you do like the powder toppings or do you do liquid butter? Like what's your what's your shtick with the popcorn? Give me the greasiest, grossest, nastiest fucking liquid uh butter flavor oil that you have. I also do the liquid butter, but like when I used to go to theaters, I'd also take some of the like the nacho cheese like and just like pepper it across the top and then shake it. Oh, okay. That's pretty okay. good. Yeah. Um Actually, when I saw Captain Marvel, which was back in 2019, um, for the first time ever, I had a popcorn with a mix in. It had flaming hot Cheetos in it. Oh, was that? Which was that's a gamble. Really good. It, it was okay. a gamble. I don't like flaming hot Cheetos, but when it was mixed with the popcorn, it was really good. And ever since then, now every time we have, not every time, but maybe 50% of the time when we have popcorn here at home, which is often. Um, we mix in either some Cheetos or Cheez-Its. Cheez-Its and popcorn would be a really Cheez-Its good. Cheez-Its are really good. Man, that sounds really nice. I got, uh, yeah, I'm mixing. working with some bacon Cheez-Its over there. They're kind of too far for me to grab. Yeah, they're yeah. If, in moderation. Maybe a handful okay. here and there. They're not something you can okay. eat through a box. You should probably share the box with your family and friends. I usually do, but sometimes not. Uh, I, I prefer the uh, Cheddar Jack some good Cheez-Its. I like the Pepper Jack yeah. more, but the Cheddar Jack ones are good. I haven't had the Pepper Jack. They're they're strange, but they're good. Hmm. I'll tell you what I don't like is the, the Parmesan. Ah, I like them when they're mixed with the... Uh, I don't mind that as much, yeah. The split bag of them. Yeah, I like that's, that that's pretty good. That's pretty good, yeah. Which is weird because I love Parmesan like as a cheese. Same. But as a Cheez-It, I think it's a little lackluster. I'm that I'm like I'm that way with the white cheddar ones. I don't like the white cheddar Cheez-Its. Mm, I haven't had those in so long. I can't even remember. They're very bland. Yeah. Uh, what I miss more than any Cheez-It is cheese nips. They I had that those. flavor yeah. profile that was just mm-hmm. so much better. They were a they similar cracker, died. right? But yeah, they, they were just... the competitor. Yeah. Uh, but they had this like tang to them that was above Cheez-Its. So now I got to mm. settle for Cheez-Its whenever I want crackers. Damn. Gotta it sucks. Settle. Yeah, I'm a big. So, uh, hold on, <laughs> we're not done. Oh, we're okay, done when I ahead. say we are. Okay, I was gonna say we're. This is now turning into a a, a, a cracker. A yeah. Podcast. Hold on, I got two more cracker opinions. Okay. Uh, big chicken and a biscuit guy. Yes. Hell yes. <laughs> Love chicken big, and a biscuit. It's the weirdest, weirdest fucking cracker ever. But it's so uh, good. And then I wanted to bring this up. This is for the video only. If you pay okay. for our Patreon, you get the video. We don't uh, have a Patreon. That was the joke. Anyways, these that are the turkey. Line. 
these are turkey stuffing crackers. No shit. Is that made and by the same same people? Uh, they're the same kind of cracker. These are at all. It looks these. the same. They're made by uh, Savorits. Okay. But they just taste like Thanksgiving stuffing. Okay, I would instead definitely of chicken try that. and a biscuit. Yeah, I would. Definitely they're fantastic. Try that. Yeah. Uh, those. This was our uh, cracker corner. We'll be back with a new segment <laughs> next week. <laughs> Cracker Corner. <laughs> Which is basically what our podcast is anyway. <laughs> basically. All right. Moving on. Uh, Horror Pops t-shirt, Sub Pop hoodie, and one shorts, knee brace, socks and slippers. Oh, uh, no hat because I'm fresh out of the shower. Um, vial of my partner Sav's blood on my neck. Super famous fun time, guys. Evil Dead shirt. And then, uh, let's see here, tie-dye cat pajama pants that my dad got me before he passed away. Oh, cute. And then hand on the wall so I can show you the the heart heart shapes, uh, slipper socks. All right, all right. The the chair did turn on a mount that I I did not like (laughs) when I stood up. I was was Uh, pulling for you. (laughs) That's why I said hand on the wall. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> uh, I wish we had a video component so people could see me stand up every single week like an asshole in the chair. <laughs> hey, well, I, mean, I don't show you my fit check, but here's my fit check. So you thank know, you. Horror pop shirt and one knee brace, slippers, classic know. white socks. Classic white socks always. They're, they're the Kirk, Kirkland Athletic. Okay. Yeah. yeah so probably like twelve pack for like six bucks. Something like that. Yeah. I mean, it's more expensive than that, but yeah. Uh, oh, and. New new feature for Fitcheck, Samsung Watch. Oh, which I was wearing for three weeks, and I was tracking my uh, my water intake and my exercise and uh, heart rate and stuff. And then it went and had a fucking uh, software update, and now the water tracker is different, and I don't like it. And it's not giving me music controls when I'm listening to music on my phone, which I don't like at all. So I'm unsatisfied that's why that's why i don't do the watch thing yeah i don't want to see my metrics i'm probably gonna die sometime so i don't want to see it yeah um yeah why do i need a metric of how i'm gonna die i don't know i'm uh very adamant about uh, staying alive so for the long term I'm going to be here for a very, very long time. I'm going to outlive anybody listening to this. I'm doing that. Okay. Yep. I'm just going to manifest it and will it into existence. I'm manifesting that I'm not being taken out early. Okay. I don't want to do that. I'm going to stay here for the long haul. I'm going to enjoy all the things that I enjoy. Yeah. I've got a, I mean, a ton of books to read, um, a lot of movies to watch, a lot of music to listen to. My wife needs me for, you know, at least another 40 years. I mean, at least. Yeah. So, so. until like global warming takes us or the. Which is going to be a lot sooner than that, I'm sure. Or the impending nuclear war we're getting into. Which could be uh, a lot sooner than that. You know, until those two things happen, I'm going to be here for a good time. There you go. We're in it for the long haul, baby. We are. UGT. Positivity. One, once a month until the world ends. Absolutely. Good mental health. Well, you know, as much as you can bear and you can try. Yeah. We're, we're doing it. We're doing we're this. If you need help, reach out to people that aren't me. Yeah. 
sorry, listeners, you're going to be stuck <laughs> with us for a long time. Um, on that note, um, I got fan mail. You got fan mail? Yeah, I showed you that. You got fan mail? Yeah. Which is funny gonna, I'm, because I'm not going I'm I'm pretty... to call them out. But, I saw uh, it, and I'm pretty sure I know them from somewhere. Yeah, yeah, you do. You do. Uh, where? So anyways, where are they at? Where are they from? I'll tell you after. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we got fan mail, which is amazing. I've never gotten fan mail before, and it was very positive. They really enjoyed um, and appreciated on a personal level uh, an earlier discussion that was actually pre-Blade. Um, where we talked about homopho- homophobia and uh, LGBTQ representation in hip hop and uh, the horrorcore juggalo scene in particular, and boy, that was a that was an episode. And this person hit me up and said, "Hey, I really appreciate the way you handled that episode and uh, that you talked about it." And you know, I felt good about that. I felt accomplished. So. You out there, listener, you know who you are. Big shout out. Thanks for listening. Shout out to you, person. Uh, also, usually you're the guy who's writing into podcasts. Mm-hmm. People never write into ours. It's because we don't give them an email address. Um, and we don't have, there's not like an actual Instagram for the show or any other type of social media for the show. Are they, are they too afraid to engage with us personally, do you think? Could be, or it could be that nobody gives a fuck. It could be that we have three <laughs> listeners. Um, I don't do the podcast hosting, so I can't even see listener numbers, which is great for my mental health. Uh, oh, I can share it with you. No, it's okay. Okay. Um, I used to look. <laughs> I mean, at I, can the, sh- I can. I can shoot you a number. <laughs> I used to look at the Bebop numbers every time we'd release an episode and just go, "God damn it!" Every time. <laughs> mm, I feel that way when I look at my CD baby numbers. Oh, I have never looked at my streaming numbers besides the email that Spotify sends me every month that says, hey, Mm -hmm. Deleter had zero listeners this month. And I just get to go, yeah, we did. We had zero listeners this month. Yeah, yeah. Whenever I post that email to my story, though, there will be one listener as a pity listen the next month. (laughs) (laughs) Just one. My one friend will put me on like for like, uh, like, you know, one listen and be like, all right, there's your monthly listener. There you go. Yeah. Right, Shout out to Jake. Love Jake. Thank you, Jake, for that one listen every other month <laughs> when I post listen. a zero number. <laughs> hey, you were you were my one listener uh, last month. Oh man, <laughs> I listened to the curse so fucking much last month. Yeah, yeah, That's it's awesome. a really nice like it. It brings me a calming sensation, and I just like to work to it. Nice. That's good. Yeah. So if you decide to full length that motherfucker, please do. And I'll be listening. I'll be your one monthly listener when you release it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. I'll keep that in mind. I could, I could go for a huge full album of that. I really enjoy that. Speaking of calming, relaxing stuff. uh, I found out last night because I overheard my roommate mentioning it. Slasher Dave put out a three song EP. Yeah, he did. For Thanksgiving. Yeah, he did. The fuck didn't you message me for? We could have covered it today. I, I put it up on the Discord. I don't like that place. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love that place. I just missed it. That's getting it was... edited out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love the. UPC. We're not getting. We're, we're not getting kicked out of the UPC. Come on, buddy. <laughs> Nobody would kick us if we didn't kicked out. Get kicked out after the Lost Lake Estates episode. They're never going to get us rid of us. <laughs> 
Yeah, you know, we're we're one of the uh, uh, we're we're a structural wall to the uh, UPC. Uh, are we load, though? We're a load bearing wall. <laughs> are we though? <laughs> we're one of them. <laughs> Everybody in the UPC are a load-bearing wall. There's nobody else besides the three of us. Four. There's four. No, there's only three of us. Jesus. There's four podcasts. No, there's three. Think about it. If you count ours, there's four. Oh, well, I I didn't count ours. Yeah, ours doesn't count. So there you go. (laughs) We release once a month. What are we doing here? Not a load-bearing wall after <laughs> yeah, all. No, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead there's, and just sledgehammer it. <laughs> there's three weekly people. There, we, we release once a month, and we're just like, hey, guys, release an episode. We're putting a walk-in closet here instead. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and Gage and Sydney are like, good episode, guys. And we're like, thank yeah. you. Thanks. <laughs> Perfect. So shout out to Gage and Sydney. Shout out, Gage and Sydney, our 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 two monthly listeners. (laughs) We love you guys. (laughs) And if we weren't in the UPC, we'd be talking to each other for nothing. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. No, I was afraid of how we were going to follow up last episode. Honestly, Uh, we Uh, did so by waiting a month, and we're giving him an episode full of bullshit with Cracker Corner and not talking about music until twenty fucking minutes in. It seems about normal. Yeah, yeah. I was nervous about following it up because that was a huge episode. We did a lot. We covered uh, something I'm really passionate about, and it got some scary listens, I'll tell you that. Whoa. The the podcast? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Had some, yeah. Had some nerve-wracking that. listens. Yeah. Well, hey, uh, shout out. If you're listening this month, um, why? Shout out. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Shout out. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Also, gotta mention, nobody on video ever knows it. Like, who don't have video knows this. Every time we record, you just have a mohawk. You've always got a mohawk. For nobody. Just for you. What do you want I don't me to mean say? That in, I don't mean that it isn't like it's your hairstyle. I mean, it's like you've got a gelled mohawk every time. No, actually, I don't. Um, it's short enough, and my hair is straight enough. If I just wet it. It stays like this for a little while, but then the trick is I put lotion in it, which is good for your hair. Yeah. Which is good for your scalp anyways. So I just put a little, I would never do that. Oh dude. It's, it's, it's fine. Maybe not with your long hair. Yeah. um, But yeah, just put a little lotion in it and just form it. And it keeps it from, um, you know, it keeps it from getting too messed up and I don't look like a, a crazy person. Air quotes. Air. <laughs> that was another video only gag. So subscribe to our yeah. page. Yeah. Blade, Blade was doing air quotes. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I only put gel in my hair if we're going out somewhere and I'm not going to wear a hat. Otherwise, it's just lotion. Just regular old hand lotion. Keeps you your know, hair where it needs to be and it doesn't get all stiff or greasy or gross how do you spell ventriloquism v-e-n-t-i-l-i-q-u-i-s-m ventriloquism i don't know if that was right all right 
Perfect. Our notes. What do you want to... I didn't look at the actual doc for the order of what we're talking about. So what's first on our list? Should we go alphabetical? Uh, no, we'll just go and uh, release. So the first up is the homie Buckshot with his Hunter Games release. Um, I guess you call this... first? A... Yeah. It came out... Um, hang on, I got to pull up a different doc for that. Um... Real professional over here, by the way. Cut that. Cut that. I thought you've learned by now. We don't cut. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm very hands-off. I mention this every fucking episode, but I don't do any editing. I could just be here and be pretty. Uh, Buckshot, October 21st. Oh, right before my birthday. Yeah. Yeah. Which is famously October 22nd. Famously. 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 So, Buckshot, Hunger Games, EP, I guess you call it? Um, it's, it's what, 8-tracks? Right it's, it's got 8-tracks, the first one being a, a skit intro. Skitro. Um, skitro. It's a skintro. Skintro. That's skintro. something I used to watch back in, like, 2005. Oh, I didn't know that was a thing. What is that? Skinamax, baby. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've never heard it called Skintro. Me neither. It was just a new thing I brought up. <laughs> <laughs> we're, 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 see, we're, we're creating new. <laughs> yeah, I coined here. that term just now. Yeah. Yeah. Just now. You witnessed it here, all three of you. Uh, yeah. So, what'd you think of Buckshot's Hunter Games? I think. Every single time I'm going to say the same thing about Buckshot stuff. It is very standard affair, Buck stuff. If you listen to Buckshot, you know what you're getting into. He will never pull the rug out from under you. Never. Uh, he is very consistent. Correct. Every single release, he will bring some great guests, some great verses, and some really good beats. He doesn't deviate from the formula. There's nothing different about this one. It is straight seven songs, including an eighth intro. Uh Full of guests that I enjoyed, verses that I enjoyed, and beats that I enjoyed. There is nothing different. If it's not broken, don't fix it. Yeah, he's the the hip hop Ramones. It's, it's okay. a consistent release. <laughs> For that to be true, the Ramones had to be good. Wow. Okay. Um, PSA here. I'm now looking for a new co-host. Um, you can send all applications and inquiries to uh blade brown on twitter or x it's twitter and yeah so fuck you for not liking the ramones uh but also you're absolutely right about buckshot and i mean every buckshot release i've ever heard yeah it's very consistent this is a good solid album the beats are all really good i think this is a seven affair like they usually are uh yep Seven, uh, except one song was produced by Straight Jacket, which, spoiler alert, he's on it. Best song. Oh, really? Yeah. Strange. I have a different song. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Moonlight featuring Straight Jacket, fucking banger of a track. Love that fucking song so much. I don't know what Straight Jacket's talking about, but I'm feeling the the hook. I'm feeling Buckshot's verse. I'm feeling the beat mostly. Really good shit. 
Also want to shout out the track Undone with Twisted and Recognize. Dope. Is that how you say that? Recognize? Yeah. I saw it as Recognize. No, it's Recon... Recognize. Recognize. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I've learned a new thing today. Yeah, there you go. Uh, if you listen to a lot of strange music, you would know that. Oh, see, here's the thing. I don't. Yeah. Um, My most recent strange album I bought is from 2003. So... Gotcha. You know. That was pre-recognized. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also want to shout out the uh, the track with Young Wicked and Boondocks called Monsters. That would be my number two track. Possibly Fuck. tied for number one. You are skipping song, the one track I wanted to bring attention to, so that's great. You you can bring attention to that, but I just want to say um, it's also it's Young Wicked, not James Garcia. I'd like to point that out. Which is a weird a weird choice because he was all about the James Garcia thing. Right. I think I the think last time he was on a buckshot project. Also, he went by young wicked, even though he had already changed to James Garcia by that point. Uh, but this is a young wicked verse. I mean, this is, he straight up is on fire and him, all three of the guys on that on monsters just spit some fucking fire. Good verses. I also like to point out that grime, the, the final track, Really cool. Hit me with it. What's your? I wanted to bring to the attention and to the table violence featuring Lil White. Come on, man! You get Buckshot to bring Lil White out of hiding, and you don't even want to mention it. Is that not on this? That's not on this album. Yes, it is. Is that? Oh, was that the fucking bonus track? It's on fucking streaming. Is it's it on Hunter Games? Yeah. It's literally, it's track nine. Oh my God. It's not on the CD. How many tracks? <gasps> tracks nine through 11 are on digital only. What? Yeah. I, I, I swear I've listened to this on streaming. Okay. So you haven't heard the song Lil White. I want to bring that to your attention as something you need to listen to. I was wondering oh, while I was shit, like, yeah. Is. yeah, yeah, nine, 10 and 11. Uh, you can skip the song with light. Don't worry about that. But the one with Lil White, amazing. Check it out. I don't hear much about Lil White these days, and I'm very glad to have him back in the rotation. Uh, I'll check out the song with light because honestly, I've heard a few tracks that Buck and Light do together, and Light spits some bars. So, all right. Well, I don't condone that. But okay. Well, I also don't condone. Why the hell did I not know that there was three bonus (laughs) tracks on Apple? I have it on my apple i've listened to it on apple what the fuck did they did they post to the album like later or something because what the you hell? know we'll figure it out we'll we'll, figure we'll, it out. we'll talk about it next episode of why we're dumb yeah uh, um, and, and also buckshot i know you're listening <laughs> if you're gonna put bonus tracks on a version of the album Put it on a physical version, not the streaming only version. That's like backwards. Well, at least it's not per store for different bonus tracks. That's true. That's a pain in the ass. But no stores really carry music anymore, so you don't have to worry about that. Oh, you know what's crazy? GameStop is bringing back movies. Really? Yeah. Isn't that weird? Wow. Yeah. I I think to myself every single time we go to uh, Target, it's like, wow, this movie section is shrinking. Getting smaller and smaller every time. Smaller but every time. 
But the song with Lil White, great for those who don't know. I'm sure the one listener who doesn't know, Lil White is a rapper. Uh, he was on Hypnotize Minds, and that's how he came to everybody's attention. Hypnotize Minds being 3-6 Mafia's label. Uh, he had a really good solo debut called Doubt Me Now that I actually had to encourage Robbie to listen to because he never dug into it. Uh, and I think it's a really good album. Um, I do enjoy Doubt Me Now. I might listen to it later today. But yeah, Violence is right. the song I wanted to highlight from this. You covered my other two, so All I'll right. bring them back up. Yeah, uh, shout out bonus tracks that I haven't heard. Um, yeah, that's exciting. I'm excited <laughs> for you to see Little White Verse. You're probably going to hate yeah. it, but hey. Hey, you know, I don't hate Little White. Um, I've heard him only in context of like doing guest appearances for Three Six and DJ Ball, which is great. So it's yeah, and well, I think I think I've heard him on like maybe like a cipher track that Buckshot has done before. I think he's been involved. This is me finding out he's worked with Buckshot before. Okay. Well, there you yeah, go. Yeah, that's pretty cool. All right, what else came out? Because I don't know release order. Um, what else came out? Um, oh, something that we didn't talk about, um, before we kind of, we had a, a weird little missing episode. We, yeah, we had an episode we didn't record and then we just like skipped over the things we were going to talk about that episode. So yeah. Um, since it's kind of on, on brand with what we're talking about here, I'm just going to mention Odyssey from Twisted, the Twisted with DJ Godzilla. Although for some reason, when you look at it, it says uh, DJ Godzilla twisted and blazy dead homie for the EP, but it's really, it's Jamie Madrox with a few guest verses from blaze and monoxide. Yeah, it's fine. I think it's, it's an EP. It's pretty fine. It's standard affair. I'm going to say that word a lot, that mm-hmm. phrase a lot, but like we're not getting anything groundbreaking lately besides lost like estates. And that's fine. You know? You don't. I shouldn't come to everything expecting the world of it. No, you shouldn't, because that's just unrealistic. I've I really don't care if every release that comes out is groundbreaking or revolutionary. It's exciting when it happens, but the for artists, thing is we have fun. Well, the the important thing is that artists put out music for their fans. Or I guess they put it up for themselves and their fans like it because they like the artist. And that's how I feel about Twisted. Um, I'm going to continue to check out everything that they drop. If it does it grab me, not always. Usually, if they drop a, you know, a little a little EP that is just like whatever, I'm like, okay, cool. Thanks. <laughs> the... Odyssey was a decent enough EP. It's, I didn't really know this going into it. It's very weed themed, which weed themed music usually is just like whatever to me. But Jamie always fucking spits hard and he always has good lyrics and good flows and lately really good melodies, which will bring us into the actual next thing that we're talking about, which is Songs of Sam Hain, Volume 4. The liminal space. The elimination chamber. The elimination chamber. The liminal space. Before we go into that, uh, here's what I got in the mail a couple days ago. Oh, no shit. 
Yeah, a sealed nice. copy with the pencil of Heartbroken and Homicidal. I still have my pencil too. It's still sitting in the CD tray, all weird like that. Yeah, that's a very strange bonus. I like that that's a lot. Very strange. I just think we should talk about Heartbroken Homicidal. You want to go do a revisit episode about it? I would love to. Although um, I think Twisted with Us is going to be doing that in. Oh, you weeks. know what? Those fucking guys—they exist. We don't got to do that. I forgot about yeah. them. We're see. What we here at the UGT are going to do for Heartbroken Homicidal is we're going to wait until Twisted With Us does their review, and then we're going to bombard the Discord with how much they're wrong, and that album is incredible. I'm looking forward to them just not fucking liking it besides Robbie. Yeah. Uh, It's going to be, I've been saying it, and I think it's going to be interesting to see where it goes from here, because they're entering a very strange era. Yeah, um, I could foresee them liking, really liking maybe 20% of this album and Heartbroken Homicidal, that is, maybe up to 40%. I'm going to go ahead and say less than that. I'm going to say they're going to give it probably one of the lowest scores they've given something. Oh. Yes, because that's how I felt when it came out. I felt the same way. I liked maybe two or three songs off the thing as a whole when it came out. It took me a long, long time to get into it and appreciate it for what it is. I would agree with that sen- sentiment. Um, when it came out, I remember liking it for the most part, but also thinking, this is fucking weird. What is going on here? And it was one of those releases that kind of got swept under the rug really fast. Yeah, there, the movement for that was just like bing, bang, boom. Everything yeah, it was, it was right after cool. Wicked. Right after Wicked, right before Abominations. Yeah, it was, well, like a year or two before Abominations. But that whole era right there was just weird for me. I was falling out of love with Psychopathic Records. I was starting to lose interest. We'll get there. We should bring that up when they're uh, in that part of the journey. We should talk about that. Yeah. Uh, But in retrospect, in hindsight... Heartbroken and homicidal, top tier twisted. Absolutely. It's still a weird one. It's an outlier. I think it stands in their catalog as a a, a historic piece of what they were at the time and where they were going to be going later on after. I think funny, it's a, funny you say that that is a transitionary album for Twisted. Which the liminal space is literally a transitional period. How very timely of you, Blade. Very timely of me. Very. Very segue-ish of me to say that. (laughs) (laughs) Very. You heard it here. We just had the best segue of any (laughs) podcast. No, 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 no. Hold on. I cannot rightfully say that we do when Shmeev has the best segues of all time. Shmeev exists, so we can't say that. Yeah. Shmeev is the best segue possible person. True. Uh, Speaking of segues, that's our segue to the liminal space. So I'm going to take point here because I have a few songs I want to highlight. You take point and I Uh, will insert myself when needed. First of all, I'm going to say it. I expected a lot more of this because of songs of Samhain three last year. Um, I expected this to be like, 
groundbreaking like the third one was i thought the third was a great showcase of everything that was going on with the label at the time and mm-hmm. to come um i love the third song of sam Hain. i mean i have Me it oh, fuck it's a great album um, yeah. i bought it three fucking times stupid <laughs> i bought it once but i listened to it <laughs> like consistently i think that was it definitely made my top five albums last year i don't remember it might have been my number one that's a pretty fair assessment. I uh, I have the CD, vinyl, and cassette, so like we're dumb here. All of yeah. us make no sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, by the way, if any of you want some vinyl records, I'm selling them to move. Uh, hello, holler at me. Uh, holler. Anyways, I want to highlight the song Deluded Death, which is also yes. a good way to bring in Heartbroken Homicidal because you got Madrox singing all over it. And I think singing he's showcasing... Off his actual like one of his talents because not only is he uh, a great rapper he's got pipes mm-hmm. now yeah uh, we got a taste of that on darkness and green book and all those other like the mutants a good try but it's nowhere near the mark uh i mean you can hear it all the way back on freak show i mean it's yeah i really enjoy it fucking and sing. diluted death is i think probably the culmination of what he's been working towards with mm-hmm. this um i mean aside from unlikely prescription we'll get there mm-hmm. uh it's a great album i do really like diluted death it's my favorite song on the album i want to go ahead and say that right now up front yeah i won't uh, argue with you there and then i just think that you should listen to it i don't want to exhaust my options on it i'm just going to go ahead and highlight some more tracks that i like if i return is a good song yes um particularly enjoy that one especially the palm at the end um mm-hmm. I think that's pretty good. It's nice to hear ROC on a song. It's always yeah, it welcomed. Is. I love to hear him doing something. Uh, I like. I know that he just like hangs out all the time, but I'm glad to hear him in the studio. He's for the working class juggalos. He is. He's usually busy doing something else, not hanging out with the homies because this isn't right. his like full time career. Right, because he he works and he has a family. Uh, my note for if I return says poem good. Great to hear ROC. Yeah. <laughs> uh we can't ignore the elephant in the room, Merciful Fate. It's a Dark Lotus mm-hmm. song. They're calling themselves yeah. D4L. I don't fucking understand Stupid the D4L name. thing. Yeah. I don't understand that. But hey, at least somebody's doing something with the Lotus name. Even if I'm not huge on it, it's still a decent track. Mm-hmm. Um I'm, I'm gonna insert a... myself here yeah. and say that well, especially with the with the little uh, spoken word thing that Jamie does before, which is stupidly on the previous track. Um, I that's always been a pet peeve of mine since fucking day one of CDs existing. If you're gonna have a skit that leads into a song, either put it at the beginning of that song or make it its own track. Don't put it at the end of a completely unrelated track. Good call. That that being said. Holy shit, dude. These guys are spitting fucking truth. They're spitting truth. They're spitting bars. And they're resurrecting the Dark Lotus spirit. And I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Twisted was just as much Dark Lotus as ICP was. Maybe even more. I mean, we've never really heard the full story of how Dark Lotus came to be. I wouldn't be surprised if it was 99% Jamie's idea to make Dark Lotus. Wouldn't surprise me one bit. It's probably not. It was probably a a literal group uh, effort. But I will say that Twisted has just as much 
say and stake in it. Um, now that's not to say that I want a new Dark Lotus album without ICP. I don't. I mean, if they do, if they do make it, okay. I hope it's good. I hope it's good. But this song, though, for a one-off song, is kind of it reads kind of as maybe not quite a eulogy, but kind of a hey, here's where we are now. This is why we are where we are where we are now. It's it's good. They're they're exercising some demons there. They are uh, getting some closure on Dark Lotus, which I think is great. And the most important thing is it sounds like Dark Lotus. It has really big Black Rain vibes, kind of a little bit of uh, Opaque Brotherhood vibes. Good shit. Now here's my thing and my fear. Here's my hesitation. Here's my catch with getting this song. I think that if they're going to do this and they're going to bring the name back, they need to focus, mm-hmm. fucking focus on this. This cannot be an East Side Ninjas. This cannot be a triple threat. This cannot be a, hey, we just wrote some shit out in a week. This cannot right. be, despite those being, they're feeling like low effort albums, I enjoy them both. Don't get me yeah, wrong. Same. I do listen to those albums pretty frequently. They're in my rotation. Mm-hmm. I do like Triple Threat they're, and Inside Ninjas. They're just good rap albums. Right. And they're not what they should be if they focused. So Correct. I want them to take the time and do this right if they're going to do the name because the scrutiny that's going to come with that is going to be massive. Mm-hmm. If they bring this name back for one album, a full album besides one song, they're going to be scrutinized really hard about it, and they better deliver about yeah. it. Uh, but that being said, I enjoyed this, and if it's a preview of what they're going to do if they do revive it, great. They're on the good path. But if they fuck up and don't give the full <laughs> effort and attention... It's going to be endless clowning from guys who have Violent J's face tattooed on them for the rest of their lives. Yeah, which, I mean, honestly, they're already suffering that, so we don't need to make that more. Exactly. It's a please don't do it unless you're ready to deliver. Yeah. Because, uh, I mean, when they did the Riders album, I remember at the time, I, I was just like, what the fuck? Who wanted this? Me to to paraphrase uh, Blade. <laughs> yeah, I wanted me. this. Uh, I want that. Which, by the way, we got to talk about that next time. Okay, we will. Um, but then, after actually hearing it, I was like, "Fuck, this is good. This is the best writers affiliated project ever made." So, if they were to do a Dark Lotus album, EP, whatever, keep that in mind. Twisted blaze abk keep that in mind because you fucking schooled that writer's album and you definitely you obviously have it in you to make the best dark lotus project ever made i'm gonna be completely honest and point blank it's not gonna be better than tales from the lotus pod i'm a ride or die for that album i'm just one of those guys i'm sorry oh i hear you i hear you love that album love it what i'm what i'm saying is they have it within them to make a great Lotus album that would be more, more consistent and better written like as a whole album than anything Dark Lotus has done before. 
Tales from the Lotus Pot is great, but it's it's kind of a a hodgepodge, which is, I mean, it is what it is. Black Rain was great as a consistent product, but the songs are all pretty samey. And then the next two Dark Lotus albums are good. Great in spots, not as good in other spots. I feel like if these four guys say with Fritz were to really focus on making a great Dark Lotus album, they could make something that's at least better than three of the Dark Lotus albums. I'm going to challenge you and the listeners right now. If you've ever listened to Opaque Brotherhood, no, no. If you've ever listened to Earth, Fire, Rain, Snow, Summer, Air, whatever the fuck that last one is called, tell me in the Discord or in my Twitter or in the comments, my messages, my email. Tell me what you like about it and why I should revisit it. Because I don't know anybody who claims that to be a good Dark Lotus album or even one of the few favorites they have for Dark Lotus. Okay, um, number one, Rob will tell you. Okay, that I don't take that seriously. We love you, Rob. Uh, <laughs> Rob's not going to listen to this. <laughs> probably We're not. talking about Twisted. He's not going to listen to it. Number number two, I will tell you right now, Monoxide and Blaze rule that fucking album. Listen to it for their verses at the very least, because... I mean, that's all you got to... That's all I got to say to you. Monoxide and Blaze just fucking rule. Well, yeah. I mean, obviously, they're the two that stand out on that. But, okay. Listener, dear listener, tell me about that album if you've listened to it. Let me see. uh... And And I'll tell you that I like the album well enough. I didn't like it when it first came out. I listened to it and I was like, wow, okay, this is not very good. Um... But over time, I grew to like uh, maybe half the songs, I think, are really good. The whole thing's got a weird vibe. I don't like all the skits. I understand what they're going for with it, but it kind of interrupts the flow of the album. But overall, it's it's fine. It's It's the fourth Dark Lotus album, and it's the fourth Dark Lotus album. You know what, dear listener? I'm going to listen to it one more time. There you go. There you go. Because man. Opaque Brotherhood has my like second favorite Dark Lotus song on it. Ooh, ooh, do tell. Ooh, Witch Trapped in the Song. Okay. That song's great. Okay. The concept is better than the execution, but hey, I True. like it. Yeah. Uh, I like the closing track on that one. But anyways, this is not nearly fucking about that. All right, so no. moving forward. Um, uh, Stranglehold mm-hmm. has another ROC appearance, which like, it does. thank you. Yeah. Thank you. We I'm can, glad to hear ROC We want again. more of those. We want more. Uh, but also the downfall of that song is that if you look at the track list, it is advertised as featuring HOK featuring Alla's Lou. Mm-hmm. And you know what you get? You get Alazui Lu on the chorus, not even mm-hmm. separately. You get them all together at the same yeah. time. Don't yeah. fucking tell me there's an Alazui Lu feature if you're not going to put them in a fucking verse. Yeah. Don't. 
just i'd rather yeah. be like oh is that them in the chorus that's pretty cool yeah yeah it's like a little like easter egg kind of thing like wait a minute is that nice yeah. you know put it on the on the inside liner notes that you know yeah additional vocals by billy lee and joey i'm still i'm still mad about that false advertising um i'm not that's gonna get little, over it that's a little fucked um also though if you look on apple or spotify apple and this and appify this is a thing that is just a me problem but as we all know this podcast is a me problem and everybody who listens has to deal with it when you look at the damn track listings they all say twisted featuring whoever and whoever and whoever and whoever so stranglehold says twisted featuring hok and axe when you look at uh, Merciful Fate, you get Twisted featuring D4L featuring or, and ABK and Blazy Dead Homie. And, and that's just a real problem. And it's tacked to the song title. And I mean, you got to look at the damn song title the entire time the song is playing to just to figure out who's in the fucking song. Wait for it to scroll by, you know, and that's just a like I said, that's a me thing. I think that's really sloppy. Streaming companies do better. Figure out a better way to tell me the metadata for the songs. And I know Apple has a new feature called view credits where you can look at the credits for a song while it's playing. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you tried, but it, it's, it's garbage because when you pull up the credits, half the time not even not everything is there and if you can't link to a person on those credits by clicking their name which is a major fucking design flaw literally what i just like i just saw the view credits for the first time and i just tried clicking on fucking yeah. fritz. i tried clicking on fritz yeah and nothing came up for fritz the cat von kasky right. koski koski sorry koski, fritz. sure um yeah so there just needs to be a better way of doing that when you look at the cd when you look at merciful fate it just says d4l it doesn't say twisted featuring d4l blazy at home and anybody killer it just says d4l when you look at stranglehold it just says hok and axe so streaming services figure out a better way because it's fucking sloppy i don't want to try to look up cabal and find that it says Cabal featuring Buckshot, uh, Loki, and Mr. Gray. Or to say Buckshot featuring Cabal, Loki, and Mr. Gray. I wanted to just say Cabal. 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 Okay, rant over. Sorry about that. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. <laughs> Anyways, Stranglehold. Yeah. It's a cool, it's a cool enough song. Um, I kind of have my reservations with new HOK tracks anyways, even though I've liked pretty much all of them. It's still kind of a weird thing for me because it doesn't sound like HOK really. It just sounds like Twisted featuring ROC, which is fine. Um, and I guess I'm glad that they haven't done a whole album of new HOK because it, much like the Dark Lotus, it probably wouldn't add up 
you're forgetting something. The Halloween one? They did. Kind of, but it wasn't like a... Well, I guess four of, those, it was four of those tracks were new at the time, huh? Yeah. Let me go ahead. Uh, let me pull up pull how up. wrong you are. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well. One, it was like a two, Halloween three, comp. Four. If I'm remembering correctly. Post-apocalyptic word. Uh, mm-hmm. So it has need to feed the host. Death for anyone who Edgar Allan Poet disgusted and murder, murder, murder. What was the one you were thinking of? Uh, that was the one. There's another one that I don't, I'm trying to think about. It has like a pumpkin with like knives on the cover or whatever. What was that? Uh... Trick or treat. Which is a weird way to have the rest of it because there's it's only missing one track from that. So Trick or Treat has Need to Feed the Host, Death for Anyone Who, and Edgar Allan Poet. But it has that was a, that was a sloppy period of time for Yeah, we'll get there. Twisted in the Intricate Game. <laughs> I say that like we're doing Twisted with us. Yeah. Uh, listener, uh, we're not getting there. But it does have Clover and Orange, which I think are really cool songs from 2017's Fry Fest. Yeah. Uh, I have them both because I went to 2017's Fry Fest. Uh, it was Ooh. a good show. Okay, I'm just not pulling it up. Uh, Trick or Treat, yeah, Need to Feed to Host, Death for Anyone Who, and Edgar Allan Poe. So those are four new songs at the time. And then they included Clover Orange and a Green Pumpkins remix. So that was, I guess that was an EP of new HOK. I need to talk to Robbie about the timeline of those things and how they coincided and came out. Of what was released first, what was, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. But anyways, fucking, we can move on from Song of Sam Hain 4 after I bring up Wounded and Suffering, which okay. I think, just like Deluded Death, is another highlight of this album. And we have more uh, singing. We do. More crooning. I think mm-hmm. it's a good good use of your time to listen to. If you just pick two out of this album, go ahead and listen to Deluded Death and Wounded and Suffering. Okay. Um I would also like to highlight, um, well, with Wounded and Suffering, you get some, uh, oh, the horror. It's fine. Yeah, it's, it's, it's fine. Um, I will actually say that I've listened to their most recent release, uh, Super, Super Devil Made Me Do It, came out earlier this year. I've listened to that a few times over the last couple of weeks. And it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, there's a few songs that I'm like, fuck yeah, this is great. And then there's a few songs where I'm like, what am I listening to? This sucks. Um, so if you're really into, you know, mood swings and bipolar disorder, then by all means, listen to all the horror. Um, when they hit it, I think they hit it good. I like it, but I think most of the time they don't hit it good, but when they do a track with twisted, it's good. I haven't heard one yet that I didn't like. Um, can we also say that James Garcia, young wicked James Garcia this time, <laughs> he has a really weird branding issue, but that aside, his track on the songs of Sam Hain four is called six feet deep. And I fucking love it. 
that's James fucking little Jimmy Wicked spitting bars like he do. And he it's a brag track. And let me tell you, a kid has some shit to brag about. And he fucking tells you because he says, every time I do it, I go hard. I produced a twisted album and a fucking Joker's card. Boom. But you also got to shout out the fact that he fucking shouts out the Fago lovers forms. Yeah. Which is fucking hilarious. <laughs> which is so funny. <laughs> it's so niche, but uh-huh. we're already in a niche, niche genre. So I'm pretty sure anybody listening would be like, ah, oh, yeah, no, I got that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm here for it. I, I, I gotta say young James wicked Garcia. Hey man, I'm pulling for you. Sometimes. Recently, I know he had a he had a brush with death. Him and his brother did, and it kind of put a put a halt on their A and B plans and their touring plans and whatnot. And it seems that uh, Jimmy's uh, maybe turned over a new leaf. Looks like he's uh, refocusing his uh, his energy and his and his output. And it seems that he might be moving in a direction that. Maybe I'm not going to be as into. But then he goes and drops shit like this and like his verse on Hunter Games. And I'm like, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, James. Bring me more. And speaking uh, of bring me more, uh, um, the Blaze tracks. What about the what about them Blaze tracks on fucking... I didn't highlight them specifically because, spoiler Mm -hmm. alert, we're about to go full blaze mode right after this. Right. Um, Uh, But All My Friends Are Dead, one of my favorites on Songs of Sammy 4. I specifically left them out because Mm -hmm. we're about to go full blaze conversation. All right. Well, um, looking at, yeah, um, let's go. Let's go. Full blaze conversation. Volume two, baby. Volume the second two. of the Graveyard Greats, which the first one is a Greatest Hits compilation, is it not? No, I don't have it is it. not. And here's where the confusion is, because I, I think a lot of people were misled and not excited for this Graveyard Greats Volume 2, because Graveyard Greats Volume 1 was kind of, I don't even know what it was advertised as, but it's kind of like a his version of a Forgotten Freshness or a Cryptic Collection kind of thing. But the first volume was just literally just singles from between 2014 and 2018 just singles and so it plays as kind of like an odd collection of songs that came out between that period of time it kind of plays out like cryptic collection three where it's just like oh yeah here's some new new blaze songs it's not an album but here's some new blaze songs i like cryptic collection three i like parts of it um, but yeah, Graveyard Greats one, it's got some good stuff on there, but it's not really anything memorable and it's not a proper release and it doesn't have other than the fact that it has Fudang on it, but spoiler alert, it's not really any better than the 90 KBPS download that you would have had from Fago Lovers back in 2002. Foo, da da dang. Anyways, it's a good song. Hell yeah, it is. Uh, Graveyard Greats two is a proper rarities comp. 
I feel left out because you're holding a physical copy and I'm not. Yeah. I uh, I had to get files for this one because it's not on streaming. Yeah. It's a shame. My order shipped out way late, so I got files and I listened to this way before I got the actual album, which I just got a few days ago, actually. Um, but yeah, fucking Graveyard Greats 2. Don't sleep on this shit. I know it's not on streaming and I know it sounds like it's just going to be a throwaway release that you don't need to care about. If you, if you love blaze, especially like one less G in the hood, Colton Grundy blaze fucking buy this shit. Fucking buy it. Cause boy, let me tell you. It's good. You know, you've got right. you've got Escape Artist, which spoiler alert, one of my favorite all time Blaze songs. You've got a demo version of it, which. So here's how I want to lead into this. OK, I'm sorry. I, I, I blew my load. You go yeah, ahead. I took so I started this as a regular notes taking session. And besides uh, ahead of my new structure of notes, which will be highlighting songs from now on. I have the first three songs of this album written down track for track, notes for each track, which is our old way of doing it and is fucking time consuming. Yeah, um, which is why I don't do it. So eggplant, <laughs> my note is, uh, is this how his dick is shaped? That's kind of weird. Um, <laughs> we know about eggplant emojis, though, and that's what he's that's not what he's talking about. He's talking about an, an eggplant being the shape of a female that he is attracted to. Oh, the really? body shape. Yes. I didn't get the, that. Yeah. It's, I mean, I guess you'd probably more often hear like a pear shape, but eggplant shape, you know, oh, okay. big hips. He's talking about a lady who was endowed with very large hips, very large, but okay. donk is what we're talking about here. With that context, is this song a lot better? No, because <laughs> I will. I'll get to it. In my notes were never enough. Okay. okay. So the second track, uh, I think it's kind of a shitty move to put Escape Artist as the second track because you just kind of like, what else? You gonna top this? No. Um, this is this is the definitive Blaze song. That's not like, I mean, if you're not like me, who like you know only had the EP and LP, and you know you you got from the Hood Rats real fast and shit like uh work and everything like that i don't know but escape artist is blaze's blaze track it is blaze at his finest it is the blaze song yes uh and putting the demo for that so so soon in the cd i think is a little bit wasted because great you're not gonna get you're not topping this i think it's incredible it's always stuck in my head uh the other night shmeev and a few friends and i were hanging out in a discord talking and like i was like you know shmeev I got the chorus for Escape Artist stuck in my head. She <laughs> sang the chorus for the rest of the chat because they didn't know. Uh-huh. Uh, Escape Artist, and, fantastic song. I've never heard... Uh, Guns N' Roses. Guns N' Roses song. Fucking interpolated, almost word for word, for the Escape Artist hook. And This guy, this guy here, big Guns N' Roses fan. Great oh yeah? fucking song. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's sad. Uh... I think Axl Rose is a douchebag in Slash 2. Not going to argue with you there. 
<laughs> Duff is my guy. Um, but also, I grew up with Guns N' Roses. Appetite for Destruction, cassette, one of the first pieces of music that I owned. And I say owned because I stole it from my sister. And I listened to that thing until it no longer played. Like, literally, no longer fucking played. And then I got the CD. And you know what? That's fair. I also listened to a shitty album until it no longer played. Yeah, but the difference is I had Appetite for Destruction. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Uh, anyways, so next track is called Never Enough, and it feels like an no. extra of the era. You, you missed one. No, I didn't. Okay, well, I'm going to interrupt you here because Escape Artist, the demo version. Yeah. Even though, it, I mean, compared to the to the finished version, obviously the finished oh, version is way better. Um, if I Fall is next. Yeah, but I'm still talking about Escape Artist, Dick. What'd you um, miss? what I miss? what I miss? Go ahead. Okay, so the beat is weak. And he, this was like a, an early demo version of the vocals. So he doesn't quite hit the notes with as much feeling, I think. It doesn't sound as good. But I tell you this, though, you could understand the lyrics a lot more on the, on the demo version. And holy fuck. <laughs> That's some vile shit. Talk, talking about scraping his pieces of himself out of a wood chipper and shit. Fucking love it. And I just love how that song, it feels, it's like a feel good song. It has good, happy summertime vibes. His fucking falsetto singing is like chef's kiss. Some of the best shit I've ever heard. But the lyrics are foul. (laughs) (laughs) And I've always loved that. And I appreciate this demo version being able to hear the lyrics more clearly. And then the song that you skipped or attempted to skip was If I Fall, which comes from Colton Grundy. Always been a highlight of that album for me. I love the shadow. Excuse me. It's Lavelle. I love the Lavelle feature on that. I've always loved the Jamie Madrox feature on that. I always thought the beat was weird, though. It's really bouncy and almost kind of doesn't really fit with the rest of the album. This demo version replaces that beat with something a lot fucking harder. The beat for this version goes so fucking hard, dude. Love it. We do miss out on the Jamie Madrox part of the song, which sucks because I like that. But we still got Lavelle. And dude, that fucking beat. So what do you got for If I Fall? Or are you just going to skip it? Uh, I think I was skipping it. I said, why is there two sex songs sandwiching the best song on the album? I don't really understand that. I feel um, like I was talking about something else. Uh, never enough, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It does so never, feel like never an extra. Enough. It feels like a very dated extra from that era. Never um, enough. Which yeah, which is nice. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I nice like when you I like when you can tell how old the song is, which segues into <laughs> uh, fear and respect the riders because it sounds like it was recorded way back when because everybody's voice is just on par with how right. they were in that era, and right. I do like the old school sound of it of something we didn't get to hear until now. Like that's a pretty yeah. fucking nice surprise. Yeah, I agree with that. I don't like the song itself very much, and I'm glad that they put shit talkers on the EP instead of it. 
because I don't think that Never Enough really holds up. I mean, well, even Shit Talkers doesn't really hold up to the rest of the EP. That always feels like an extra tacked on. Those other, what is there, three songs on the on the EP besides Shit Talkers? I don't. Four. I'm not enough three. of a Blaze. I, we got to tag in Pete here. I'm not enough of a Blaze guy. It's, I go to um, put it down. I go to work. Um. Yeah, there's there's like five songs total in an intro. So there's three songs, and then you got Shit Talkers. Shit Talkers feels like it's just tacked on. It doesn't really fit. I don't think this song would have fit either, to be honest. But I'm glad it's on here. It was a fun listen. Me too. I've got one song left on the Blaze Talk. If you want to point out any others, um, fucking straight out of Detroit, the OG version. It's fine. I love it. I love it. This was pre Pete. Pete and Chris talked about this when they interviewed Fritz, or did was it during the Blaze interview? One of their interviews, they talked about this song and they actually played it. I think it was the Fritz interview. They played a part of the song. That was the Blaze interview. Yeah. Real Rewind yeah. fans know. Right? AKA me who just represent. listened to it pretty recently. Yeah, yeah. Me who listened to it, I don't know, last year or earlier this year, whenever they it did was it. was earlier this year. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm a big straight out of Detroit guy. I love their cover of it. Well, I guess it's a, it's an original, but it's a cover. It's an a recover original. Blade, you're better at making up words than me. Original um, cover. Original cover. Thank you. Uh, Straight out of Detroit, OG. This was pre-Visor uh, uh, overtaking the song. So there's no guitars. It's just a, an old school 80s, early 90s fucking gangster beat. Blaze and ABK just fucking ripping it up. Old school drive-by style. I like it. It sounds very demo, but if you think about it, the original NWA song sounds pretty fucking demo too. And it's cool. What do you got next? This high? I know, actually, Giants, because I'm about to create some discourse. Well, we should talk about all... Well, okay. I'll talk about Fear or Respect as a write a song. And I'll just say uh, it's good to hear. It's good to hear it. Yeah. I always like to hear hear these old these old songs. Um here's some controversy for you. Yes. Are you ready for this? No. Okay. There's a certain word that is said many times in this song. That's exactly. This is the discourse I was about to bring up with Giants with Lavelle. Oh, okay. Is that one in there too? Oh yeah. Okay. I've only listened to that one. I think twice anyways. um, Okay. So we can talk about it when you want to talk about it. Wishing well also top tier blaze song for me. This is a demo version of it. Still love it. Hits me hard every time. Um. Yeah, you ain't thug. It's a demo version of uh, something from Colton Grundy. Um, hey you, roll it up. You know this this album kind of starts to fall a little bit towards the end, but that's fine because 
there's enough meat on here to make it a good listen regardless. And Giants. Motherfucking Giants. This song, I don't know if you remember back in the day, this was like a mythical fucking beast, this song. This song was a unicorn. No, it was I always don't talked about. Okay, it was always talked about. Hey, this is a new song from Blaze. But it's never been released and nobody has an actual studio version of it. There was a live recording of it from Gathering, I want to say Gathering 05, maybe 04. And it was Blaze and Lavelle performing the song. It was only like maybe two-thirds of the song. And it was a shitty fucking crowd-recorded live version of it. But it was on all the websites. People were downloading it. It was exciting. This is a new Blaze and Lavelle song. And then it never fucking came out. And then everybody forgot about it. But here it is, the fucking studio version. And it's pretty all right. I like Lavelle. Hot take. I like Lavelle. Do you not a hot like take. Lavelle? I like Lavelle. Yeah, not yeah. a hot take. All right. Now tell me your hot take. No, I actually don't have a hot take. I just want to know where you stand on the... So in this album, um, obviously it's very dated and as people did in that era, not really justification, just telling you how it was if you're like young and you don't know. Uh, certain rappers would say certain words with no hesitation, no caring about it, um, because that's just what everybody did. So they would use like the N-word and everything like that. They'd also, we can get in the discourse of Twisted saying homophobic slurs on their first few albums and whatever, 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 etc. Violent J still says it to this day. Doesn't matter. Uh, Esham's homophobic. Fuck that guy. Anyways, um, Blaze and Lavelle and other people on this album do use the N-word. But in this release, in this context, they censor it. They straight just drop audio whenever somebody says it. Now, I see two different perspectives, and I embody both of them. As an archivist, as somebody who wants to preserve the original music with the original intent... I don't like the fact that they censored it. I don't like the fact that we're getting the incomplete work. I don't like that there's a version that still has that out there they will never get. But in a modern day 2023, I do understand why they did it and, you know, why it's a good thing. But just as somebody who wants to preserve the original historical records, I don't like that they censored it. But I also liked that they did because, like, why would you release that in 2023? You know, there's 100%. two sides to both, and yeah. I understand both of them, and I fall on both of them. But the yeah, guys I... who are, like, in the forums right now, like, dying on the <laughs> sword for this, it's mm-hmm. pack it in, dude. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a really weird hill to die on. Um, coming from a guy who consistently dies on weird hills. Um no, I 100% agree agree with you. Um, it is jarring to hear the blank spots in the song, especially when you know that there's something there. Like, I'm going to show my age. When fucking uh, Gin and Juice from Snoop Dogg came out on MTV, the video, back in fucking 1990, whatever the fuck, you're watching the video, the song, and half of the damn song is just like, silence you know that's how they did it then a little bit later they would reverse the the audio on those parts or they would add in a different 
a, like a sound effect or somebody might actually go in and actually change the word on a radio version of a song. But to hear those drops in the audio, it makes it jarring to listen to. It's kind of hard to get into it. You're like, oh, yeah. Uh, and then there's silence. And it's from that aspect, I it's a little bit irksome. Like, man, it kind of sucks because you don't feel like you're hearing the full song. And from your take that you said about archiving, I absolutely 100% agree with that. And And I also don't think that we're going to get so much fucking we're going to get we're, we're going to get mail for this um when there's yes. books when there's books or movies from the past that deal with hard topics or like say um t- the Tom Sawyer book fucking Huckleberry Finn or whatever you know the the n-word with the hard is in there a lot and just like a lot of movies like what is it fucking gone with the wind or some shit like that it's those things exist and they existed and you could say all you want that it was a different time and that's accurate. And you can say all you want that, well, you know, we shouldn't be promoting those things in 2023. And that is also accurate, but you also can't completely erase that. You have to keep in mind that yes, people did used to say those things. I remember when I was in middle school, every white kid that hung out with black kids all that wanted to be a gangster, they all said the N-word. And most of them did so without impunity. I mean, it was just like, that's how people talked. If you were in those cliques, if you were in those friend groups, that's how you talked, no matter what your you know skin color was. That's just how people talked. I'm glad people don't talk like that anymore, <laughs> at least not on the larger scale, because it's it's cringy as fuck. And I absolutely agree that Blaze and Twisted, because they've done this too, removing the word from from newer releases, censoring it out, not performing it at concerts is 100% the right fucking move. And I don't give a fuck what anybody says to the contrary. The only caveat I will say is that, yes, it sucks to not have the complete version of the song. And yes, it's a little jarring to hear the the silence there. And you also can't use it as a cop out and say, well, you know, it's a different time, but we don't do it anymore. But no, you need to you need to accept and recognize and address the fact that, yes, you did. That being said. I agree with you. There are two sides to it, but I very, very strongly lean towards the good move and anybody who's upset about it can fuck off. But also send me those files, Blaze, when you listen to this, please. <laughs> like <laughs> you can listen with your windows up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm not a window guy. I, we talked about this in the Discord. I have no shame about what the fuck I'm listening to. My windows are down if it's the season. If it's nice outside, windows down. I have no shame. Uh, I'm already getting stared at because I live in a like pretty conservative area and I have pink hair. So like, what the fuck matters mm. anyways? Yeah. So like, I'm already going to get stared at. So it doesn't truly matter to me. 
Uh, I'm going to listen to whatever. Word. But wrapping up, that's all the talk I had on Blaze. That's all the talk I had on SOS 08, SOS 4. That's all the talk we had for Hunter Games. We have one more thing. The split. The split. The split. Fuck. The split. Okay, this came out of nowhere. Now, long-time listeners will know, all two of you will know, on our first, I think it was our first episode. It was our first rebrand, rebrand, yeah. 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 Um, We reviewed a demo, for all intents and purposes. It's a three-song EP from a band called Shellshock. I rode hard for this fucking thing. It was a hell out of ready to kill you on. (laughs) (laughs) Still one of my go-tos all year. I've been bumping this fucking EP, all three songs. I've worn them out. I have fucking just listened to these three songs so much. They just dropped a split EP single, whatever with a band. With a band from Bellingham, which is a little ways north of Seattle. So my yeah, neck I didn't know that. Um, okay. When you say They're... Bellingham, I'm like, Europe? That's <laughs> no, Birmingham. Uh, Bellingham, just north of Seattle. Um, band called Paperclip. I should have done my homework. I don't know much about these guys. All I know is they're a local hardcore band. And they're pretty fucking hard. But Shellshock. Two songs, Predator, Prey. I saw a live video a few weeks back of them performing Prey. And I was like, holy shit. I hope they fucking record this thing. And they did. And now we have it. And if anybody wants to know, this is, it's called Split. Now you're going to find it in two different places. You're going to find it under Shellshock as a single called split and it's just their two songs you're going to find it under paperclip as a single called split with their two songs now it's also split up on Bandcamp that way too which is really neat because it ensures that both artists get paid and it's easy to look up from respective artists it is a little sloppy if you're looking at it as an actual split release now I do. I like when bands do that, but I also don't like when bands do that. I wish that they did like the way of registering the metadata as a compilation, and then mm-hmm. each artist has two songs. Yes. I like when they do that. Um, yeah, I prefer I just, that too. Um, I don't know why they did it this way. I mean, it's it's neat and it's interesting, and it does make the 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 payouts a lot cleaner. I'm sure. Blade. Yes. Tell me about Split. I wanted to highlight. Uh, so when we were first listening to it, I was like, you know what? I'm going to listen to Paperclip first. I'm going to get that out of the way. Like, I'm just going to, you know, the thing that I might not like, uh, you know, first. And then, you know what? I got fucked up because Paperclip side is really fucking good. <laughs> it is really good. Yeah. But hey. 
I liked it. I enjoyed it. I liked the split a lot. I was listening to Paperclip side and I was like, there's no way Shellshock side is going to top this. Because like I said in our start, I think that uh, Shellshock has a lot of potential and I'd like to see where they're going. So when the Shellshock side kicked on and it came out like that, I went, oh, <laughs> there's a reason I was going to wait and see where these guys went because it's a fantastic half of the split. Because they fucking went there. Yeah, it's better than the yeah. paperclip half. I'm sorry, paperclip. It's really fucking yeah. good though. Yeah. Uh, they went the full distance on this one, and I think they've really matured since even like God, the fucking demo earlier this year. It's really yeah. it's shown they put in a lot of work and a lot of time into where they're going. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very interested to see anything next that comes from these guys, and as soon as it drops, I'll be on it. Yeah. Big same. Big big same. Do you have anything long form about it? Uh, no, uh, just that it, it fucking rules. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, I still don't get the whole uh, four loco thing, but. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Did you know Panera found the fifth loco about a month ago? Uh, no. Yeah. Panera has the fifth loco. Oh, it's their okay. fifth. It's their charge lemonade. It killed people twice. Oh, oh, okay. I still don't know Imagine anything about that. The Panera Charge Lemonade. It has more caffeine than like three Red Bulls and shit. It fucking killed two people. Wow. Yeah, don't drink it. Okay. I, I mean, I wouldn't have anyways, but um, nah, I get uh, that. Shell Shock wrapped up. Anything we want to say to our listeners before we get out? Because we're at a crisp ninety. We're not specific to us. We're not. We're not doing fucking two forty. We're doing ninety. No, no, no. Um, no. Happy, happy holidays, man. Happy, happy holidays, holidays, man. I'm looking and, at our. Uh, I'm going to the dock to see if we missed anything. Yeah, I don't think so. Um, next episode probably a year end roundup, and we're using air quotes again. With an asterisk. With an asterisk. If this one particular album comes out before the end of the year. And you know who you are. (laughs) We're going to do a full episode on it. We're going to bring the gang back. We're going to do the same thing for Lost Lakes. But if they don't, which it's like a 50-50, it'll be the year-end wrap-up. It'll be our top 10 songs of the year. And uh, I think we're going to have a great time with that. Go ahead and take the lead back. Yeah, um, that'll be it. Uh, yeah. Do you guys want a spoiler for my list? I don't, if but you, uh, the, the our couple of listeners might. If you go to your CD shelf and you pull out your Lost Lake Estate CD and you look at the backtrack listing and you pick a random 10, that's probably going to be my top 10 <laughs> of the year. <laughs> uh... I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna make a little uh, bylaw there that says you can't include more than two from the same album. Hold on, let me get five. <laughs> let me get five from the same album because I can't pick just two. Yeah, I know that was a tough one to pick. <laughs> I'm gonna go five. Yeah. Uh, right. You, you I'll do keep whatever the fuck you want. I don't care. It'll probably Shit. just be Lost Lake. It'll just be Lost Lake Estates, and then I'll and make then, it a no, point to highlight on. everything else. It it'll falls be on me. Se- it'll be seven Lost Lake songs, and then the three singles were released before Halloween. Ah. 
Okay. Which, by okay. the way, I guarantee, I guarantee, twelve foot skeleton is going to be on my top ten because we need to talk about that. Yeah, we didn't talk about those because we recorded before Halloween, before those dropped. And then we didn't keep track because we don't do singles anymore. Right? We don't do singles. I don't know. We we do. Anymore? <laughs> When's the last time we even did a single? Like two episodes ago? Uh, yeah, before Lost Legacy States. Yeah, we dropped singles. We're done. Yeah. Oh. Wait for the full okay. product. Okay. Which, speaking of which, we we didn't get to talk about it because neither of us listened to it because it dropped literally fucking last night at midnight. Dome Test, the band we released singles for. Dome Test album is out now. There should be a pre-order somewhere for the callers in the house putting out Dome Test. I'm pretty sure we're doing that. Uh, I got to talk to Butcher about that. Um, Dome Test, know them, love them, young babies from Akron. Uh, the album just came out. That's what I got to plug this week. Um, that and check out Lost Lake Estates and then find me on any of the internet sites at Blade is Spooky and my Instagram is at Blade was Spooky. Uh, email is bladeembrown at gmail.com. I deleted my farmers only account because I'm dating Sav. Um, Good call. I still have Gaia online if you want to find me there. Um, MySpace, I logged into it a couple weeks ago. Can't really Ooh. message me there though. Uh, Xbox Live, Blade is Spooky. I'm there every night, oh. all the time. If you want to play a video game with me, hit me up. Um, what other sub? So, uh, you know, Live Journal shut down, so I don't have my Live Journal anymore. Sorry about that. Mm. Uh, anything from uh, LinkedIn, Indeed? Oh, uh, I'm on LinkedIn and Indeed. <laughs> I'm always oh, looking for a job. Um, there you go. Yep, I'm on LinkedIn and indeed Blade Brown. Um, give right. me a recommendation. I'll give you a recommendation. Let's uh, let's swap some professional recs. All right, I'm Jiggles, aka Jeremy. If you're nasty, uh, you can find me. If you want to find me, I'm Jiggles and or the homie Jiggles, and I'm not going to give you my email address. And I'm not really on any other social media other than Instagram. So if you want to find me, find me. I'm in the Discord. Um, check out the link tree, link tree slash jiggles, and you can find the show. You can find my music. You can find other things. Oh yeah. My link tree will be in the bio of the episode and there is a link in my bio. I'm announcing it first. It's already there in the link tree. Sign up for my holiday cards. If you signed up last year for the holiday card, don't fucking sign up again because I'm not sending you two cards. It'll be a waste of both of our time. Um, If you signed up last year, you're getting this year's card too. Don't worry about it. Uh, I already have your address. But if your address changed, please sign up again uh, and let me know, and I will use the newest address for you. Holiday cards are happening. We shot one half of it back in October, and I'm shooting the next half of it soon. Uh, Happy holidays. Also, Word. yes, there's two halves to the card. Um, right. In our bio, if you want to listen, you want to drop, you want to you want to get a little Christmas card, go ahead. Please do. Yeah. Um, uh, and if you want to come at us for any of our opinions, you could hit up the, the Juggalo Judgment um, Twitter and let them know how you feel about us. Absolutely. And if you want to say it face-to-face where I can see you as a person, come into the UPC Discord. Underground podcast community, baby. Face to face, behind a computer screen. Hey, digital to digital, 
If you want to yeah. see who's a better keyboard warrior, please come in. Oh shit! Yeah, I'm 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 out. I'm tapping out on that one. I have 25 years of yelling at guys online. Do you think you're better than me? Let's go. <laughs> I right. was in the trenches. I was in the fucking trenches on forums. I will say mm. things you haven't heard in 20 years. Come on. Hey, I'll say things you haven't heard in 20 years too. Somebody said that the Ramones were good. Yeah, that's the first time mm. I've heard that in like 20 years. Guilty. Guilty. No, my older brother loves the Ramones. I have to have this argument every fucking holiday. All right. Well, speaking of holidays. Merry one. Yeah, happy him. Yeah, happy him. If you got holidays, happy him. If you don't celebrate holidays, fuck it. Miserable him. Yeah, just be miserable. It's fine. Do what you want to do. We're not here to judge you. We're here to judge the music. Right. And we're all out of music to judge. We came here for two things. Kick ass and judge music. And we are out of music. Have we ever kicked ass too? Maybe once. This has been a Jiggle Down Productions production.